This episode of the BJJ Foxcast is brought to you by BioPro. BioPro is an all-natural alternative to prescription human growth hormone, which aids in recovery, anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immunity, skin health, cognition, sleep, and stress. Just one vial per day provides a substantial boost to all of these growth factors. Okay, so that's what they want me to say. Here's what I know as an aging grappler. I've been using BioPro Plus and the nighttime variant BioPro Plus Cortisleep for several months, and it feels like I've grown a third lung. My, ga- my gas tank is noticeably bigger. My recovery is faster, and I'm back on the mats much quicker, not just between training sessions, but between rounds. Now you can get $30 off your first order of BioPro when you use the code FOXCAST at www.bioproteintech.com. That's code FOXCAST. For $30 off your first order at www.bioproteintech.com. Thank you, BioPro. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ FoxCast. I am your host, Alex Martinez. And today I have the pleasure, privilege even, to have Tojo on the show again. How's Dare it going, Tojo? I even say a surprise. A surprise. <laughs> yeah, we put this together in a pinch. So um, this might be like episode 77. Yeah. Something like that. We're getting we'll close to 80, that. man. Getting uh, let's just say How did this dog get back in here? Amy let him in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. This is episode 69. No, no. 69 was actually, I think it was, um, that might have been the one with Colin. Son the one bitch. you crashed. Did I crash it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was involved. You know, it, 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 it seems like a, a thing lately where we talk about Colin within the first five minutes of every episode. Yeah. When are we going to talk about D? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about d during our next hunting episode i was he gonna was say so pissed how about we uh have zero jujitsu <laughs> on the bjj Foxcast? <laughs> yeah well i you know um i was talking to my niece and nephew yesterday about um our plan to shit on the comments and um there was a guy that was talking about um Oh, it was something like shitting on the show because, oh, who gives a shit about jujitsu? Boxing does blah, 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 blah. He was talking like talking boxing up yeah. and boxing's awesome. But I was like, this is a jujitsu show. It's even in the name of the show. I'm sure there's boxing episodes that couldn't give a shit less. I mean, the, show. the positive and the negative, it's the same for reels. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's for sure. Exposed, everyone is, is expo- exposed to it. There's not like, you know, like a, if you're following someone, you see all of their stories, their, their regular posts, but everyone gets reels yeah you know? yeah that's true yeah so, but I, yeah i i think the benefits outweigh the negatives right you get the exposure yeah I, I like it you know the interaction is good yeah even like people shitting on the show i i still i think it's cool yeah. i i'm all about it like it's fun you know <laughs> it, it, it's it's like uh i was watching uh i was watching a podcast and there was a guy it was like one of the political bullshits that i watch but there was a guy that was um there was one side oh that that might be steve hang on this is good podcasting right here. Oh, uh, yeah. Steve said he's not going to make it. So Some anyway, so there, was, there was one side of the group that was talking about, you know, policies and all this stuff. And there's another side. The other guy was just like attacking them personally. Like, you're a piece of shit. You know, just like going off on the on That's the, called an ad hominem. Yeah. So the, here's the thing that the ad hominem 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 mm-hmm. should get your fucking ass kicked. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, it's 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 like the immediate like how you know someone doesn't have an argument. Yeah, 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 yeah. If all they want to do is talk shit about you as a person. Yeah, and once once you get personal, like shit on ideas. Like if if you don't like what we talk about on the show, like okay, cool. But like, I don't know, man. I I think that that personal attack 
uh, it's okay to throw hands up, uh, on that one, I think, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, like, I mean, you know, attack somebody's ideas, I'm, I'm all about it. But when you attack somebody, like, personally, that's that's just not okay. Yeah, I mean, I, it, for me, it's like, I. that's my favorite part. Like, you know, I like to argue with people in the yeah. comments. Like, when, some, when it starts coming into, like, you must like pedophiles or whatever, you know, the stupid shit that you hear on like in Facebook comment yeah. sections. And yeah. Shit yeah. Like yeah. That. I'm like, well, I won. Yeah. Well, well, that, <laughs> that, that same jackass was the one. Oh, we got blocked. I don't block anybody. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I don't yeah. block anybody. Like say what you want. I mean, you're digging your own grave basically. Right. Like, yeah. and, and here's the thing. Someone, someone might, like half the time when I'm looking at a reel, the sound isn't on. If it has like the captions on and some people just like, get a brief overview of the captions and like, you son of a bitch. You yeah. know, they didn't hear the whole thing and much less, you know, watch the whole show, which I don't know if you don't, if you're not, if you're not into two guys drinking and talking about jujitsu, don't watch the show. Yeah. But, um, you know, shit on the ideas. First not, all, not, not, not people is drinking. It's not good. For I mean, me. I'm drinking apple juice, so it's not good for me. That's true. That counts. That's fucking sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really bad for me. No, my favorite thing is that, uh, <laughs> When was the last time you were wearing a BJJ shirt, any shirt, what does it matter, at the store, at Fry's, at the gas station, and someone was like, hey, boxing's better. <laughs> Never. Never. Zero times. Yeah. Zero times. It's just funny how the internet is. It's yeah. Like people, like, have that, like, that, like, defense of the screen. Like, you know, they're just talking through their sure. computer, so they're oh, safe. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And they're like, you know, they're like, you know, knock, knock, who's there, two, three, seven. Right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just like, they're no, they're completely anonymous. That's not to say that like if anybody came up to you and was like, like if someone came up to me at like a gas station and was like, boxing's better than jiu-jitsu, I'm like, cool. I'm glad you think, like it. I'm glad you like it. I don't think you you'd it. stop at cool. Yeah. I, I think coming out of your mouth probably be like, so? Like, and? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I like making people feel Continue, stupid. pump my gas. I don't know. I wouldn't give them that power. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a thing is like when you get, when you, when you engage with that argument, you're like, well, now that guy got what he want. Yeah. And you have no idea how many times I've typed an, uh, I've typed a reply to people and just deleted it because yeah, yeah I was, I was going to go to a dark place. Uh, to be fair, you have to have the endurance for it. God, it's exhausting. Mud, you know, it's exhausting. Like, uh, you know, and, and, and people can, t can make any argument like they can make a, a negative out of anything yeah you know so it's well it just speaks to like what's going on with them yeah and all i picture is somebody somebody having a really bad day and they're on the crapper you know what i mean yeah. and they're on their phone and they're just needs need an outlet right yeah. so that's that's kind of where where it comes from I'm glad it can be your punching bag yeah boxer that's boy fine. that's boxer boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're hanging from a chain and i'll beat the shit out of you um but uh yeah anyway but yeah we had a, a tournament yesterday azbjjl close out the season with the uh, kids cup i mean you can say there was two tournaments and yesterday. masters cup yeah, yeah two different tournaments and the nogi worlds was yesterday uh, nogi world busy Thursday, weekend Wednesday, yeah friday saturday yeah, yeah 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 do you watch any of that nogi worlds yeah we watched uh most of the people that we kind of like care you know? to see yeah, yeah saw a bunch of it uh david clay got gold i saw that i yeah. saw actually i didn't see his matches but i saw the instagram post yeah yeah, yeah. which is really cool uh danilo got bronze wow yeah he looked really good the matches i saw um i didn't get to see david's um we had a couple guys from paul's that uh had really good showings um joey one of my blue belts uh he's he was 165 pounds Maybe six months ago, mm. he competed at Super Heavy. Wow. Uh, he weighed in at 205 or something like that. Yeah. He's lost 50 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of my pounds. one of my students, uh, Jason Ellis, same thing. Mm -hmm. Started about started with us, uh, about, I want to say like 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. um, 
he he came in. Uh, I mean, he was he was a little overweight, you know, yeah. and and um, wasn't quite sure if he was gonna like you know do anything with it. But yeah. I mean, he's gone from walk through the door, you know, ba- like basically just falling over as soon as you touched him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, and um, now he's lost sixty pounds. Uh, he's working with a diet coach, working with a strength coach, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he competed for the first time yesterday. Super proud of that guy. It's so. cool when those guys get that momentum. Yeah, you know where they start. Once that weight starts, like the hardest part is that first like two weeks where like you don't really see anything right. and then all of a sudden it's like five pounds five pounds ten pounds yeah it's like oh crap yeah you know? and and then and then the, you know the the boulder starts moving you start getting that momentum and then you're like what else can i do yeah and that's that's where the real that's where the real growth comes from because i think you and i both have been like big mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. like i was 200 pounds out of high school yeah yeah i was i was i was heavy when i started jiu-jitsu actually um i want a number 240 oh, but 238 Damn. Yeah, I, I, and I only know that because I used to weigh myself when I did triathlon. The last try I did was like 167 pounds. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. you were a tiny helmet. Yeah, you were that. You were really I was training. Swimmer body. Yeah, yeah. A swimmer body. I, I I had shoulders, but little else. You know, mm-hmm. I had swim, bike, run. So you, there's you can't be big. Well, you can, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, 167 is on the on the heavier end. Yeah, I've been a uh, pounding pavement lately, running. Have you? Yeah, I just like I. One of the things that I noticed, like, after, like, because it's almost hunting season again. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That after, makes sense. after putting, it's not the strength. It's, like, just, it's literally, like, that the in constant impact mm-hmm. of hiking. Yeah. Like, constant hiking, especially with weight. It's conditioning. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, physical conditioning. Like, I'm not, it's not the cardio that I no. need. Like, I, I, I could, if, if I could feel no pain, I could run forever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I wasn't in better shape when I did my full distance triathlon than when I did like the half mm-hmm. Ironman uh, plural the the ones that I did. I wasn't in better shape. I was just better conditioned. Yeah, for that pounding, you know, on the pavement mm-hmm. and on the bike, you know. And yeah, I don't know if I told the story on here. Like I, there was one. Uh, I think it was like maybe a white or blue belt, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking run a half marathon. Just, just one weekend, I just decided to go do it. <laughs> Corey did that. He yeah. ran a marathon though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, no I, training. I don't have that much time. Yeah, no training. He just ran a marathon. <laughs> Yeah. And then he comes back harder than you think. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> but it's like not. It's hard. Like most people, are like oh, cardio must suck or something like that. It's like no, it's not the cardio. No, it's, it's just conditioning. Yeah, yeah, running is well. I mean, I guess. Let me throw the caveat: if you're doing marathon world records, you, who's that guy who just set the world record? They said his pace, and it was pace like people can't even like, can like do his pace like normal. Yeah, you can't. No, I mean. They're running sub two hour. His pace is like know. what most people consider sprinting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fucking wild. Yeah, you know? I mean, back in the day, if you did anything under three hours, like whoa, now it's like two. Yeah. Oh, that's super fast. No dude. thanks. That's but, super yeah. fast. But it's just it's just like that constant like beating up. You feel it in your knees, your mm-hmm. shins, mm-hmm. your you know Achilles tendon. You like everything yeah. starts to kind of like take that beating after like a couple of miles. Yeah. And you got to be able to. Well, I think that's what the training really is: is conditioning those body parts to take that beating yeah for not sure. the cardio really right yeah it's um <clears throat> when i was doing when i was doing triathlon like uh, uh i would con- i would i would consider anything under eight miles a short run mm-hmm. anything under eight was a short run because you could get that done a couple hours you know, three hours but i mean it was a it was a lot it was a lot of time and and it's like you you have your you have your uh training mapped out and it becomes like because you, you had a coach, right? Yeah, yeah, but but not like um, not not like a coach that would check in on me like every day or every week. It was right. like he would write my program and I would ask questions and if we and we got pretty scientific with it. Yeah, close closer to the um, you know we 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 um, 
measured the uh, VO2 max and, you know, um, uh, calories at rest. The mask on or whatever? Yeah, yeah, the calories at rest, stuff like that. So, so we knew how many calories I needed to carry on the bike with me um, to, to complete the triathlon, like, in a, in, in a good way. So you're not yeah. limping across a, the finish line. And we came up with a, well, it was a really tough triathlon with a lot of climbing on the, on the bike. So um, we came up with a, with a game plan, kept my heart rate at a certain rate, didn't blow up at any point. And I, mm-hmm. I followed it and I, I, I finished in a decent time for, yeah. for that, for that race. It was a pretty decent time. Was that the one in Henderson? Yeah. That was yeah. like all hill. Everything. Every, the, the, the um, uphill both ways, uphill both ways. The, um, the bike course, they, they do this map where you kind of, they outline like, you know, the climbs and the drops. This thing looked like teeth. It yeah. was just climb after climb after but climb. But like steep, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a steep climbs that the halfway mark, I don't remember how far I went because I just stopped looking at my, you know, my little speedometer. But so I'm going down this hill and, you know, when you're on a bike, you're going downhill, you come off the saddle and you're kind of waving, you know, up and down the road and you're mm. turning, you know, wh- wh- you know, whatever. And I'm like, after a while, you're like, wow, this has gone on for quite a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And then I see, I see like, um, there's like cones and then a truck and I'm like, Oh no, that's the halfway mark. <laughs> yeah, but but you get your halfway bag where you eat a meal and you know what I mean. They have yeah. a halfway bag for you. So is that somebody you have to set up somebody, or do they have people they like that work for the? They have people, so okay. they give you these two bags, and you have a halfway bag for the for the run and a halfway bag for the bike. Okay, so you, the bike one is like that's where you have a meal, maybe a coke, and you know you always throw a coke or something sugary in there just in case you hit a wall. Yeah, and um, I, I actually took my coke with me. Yeah, but um, yeah, so then I stopped. Had my halfway stuff, and some people will even change their shoes. Yeah, at the halfway, I can see that. Yeah, and then, um, and then you got to jump on your bike and go right back up that freaking hill. And that sucked. So that it's really like sucked. down and back is how you kind of do yeah, it. Yeah. Right? So, so the course, I don't even know if they, I don't, I honestly don't even know if they do it anymore because they couldn't get people to sign up. It was, it was, it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. So well, Henderson in general is like very hilly. It's, it's almost like very, being in, if you've ever been in Fountain Hills, it's like yeah. a lot like that. Yeah, it's literally the drop going into into uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, you know it's 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 on the it's on the mountain, and um, so it, you know if you do like Ironman Arizona, you'll probably have I don't know man I, I a couple hundred pros mm-hmm. you know in the race because that's a qualifier for Kona. Um, that Henderson one is not qualifier for anything because so it's, it's not kind of a waste it's not Ironman. Yeah. But and it's so freaking tough. No one wants to do it. We had one pro in the whole. In the I whole would race. imagine that the Phoenix one is probably one of the easiest ones. It because it's so I, fucking I don't, flat. I don't want to say that because when you hit B line, not B line. What's the one going towards uh, towards Wikipa? Um, Eighty seven. Um, well, yeah, isn't that the B line? Is it B line? Yeah. Okay, so you hit B line from Tempe to Shea is all uphill. It's, it's all like, it's, it's it's a slight it's a slight incline, but you might be doing fifteen miles an hour. Sure, okay. You know what I mean, and you're hauling ass back, so it's a hill. Yeah, you know, you're doing twenty seven, twenty eight coming back because I've yeah. done I've done the bike course, in, in the the Ironman bike course several times. Yeah, and it's it's a mother. Well, it, it's harder when there's when the roads are are are, are uh, open for yeah. cars because you got to stay on the shoulder and there's a lot of garbage going way up. There. I'm, so, I'm sure they go through and clean that, right? No, no, but I'm talking about when I'm just, when we're just doing it on our own. Oh, right. You know, when Iron Man's here, they clean all that up. Yeah. But, but the road's open so they can ride in the that middle That highway is also a piece of shit. Like, yeah, I'm it's, sure it's just like running through gravel. Like, yeah. It, it beats even, you up even when they clean it up. Yeah. It beats you up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Especially then you, with, you on a, on a bike made out of like carbon fiber, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it absorbs a lot of the impact, but it can only absorb so much because they got to make it rigid enough to climb in. Right. right. So it's there, there is some rigidity. To so that, the, that's to why the they don't have like shocks on like a, a right. road bike. Right? No way. Yeah. yeah. Cause, um, you want, 
every bit of power going to that back wheel as possible, right? right. So they they do a lot to the you know where the main gear is of the main gears, mm. but um, but yeah. It, it, so the funny thing was, I um, before I left for Henderson, I rented some race wheels because they're freaking expensive. Yeah, and they're stupid. They're so you can't ride them every day because they're carbon fiber wheels. I mean, I guess I guess They'll you could break eventually. Nah, I, well, back then maybe yeah. you know what I mean. But Zip makes amazing wheels so i mean that's that's what i rented yeah I, I just couldn't justify the cost of the wheels how much would they cost if you bought them oh gosh at the time probably about almost three grand i would imagine that's at the more time. than like most normal people would spend for a bike yeah no yeah yeah yeah. no yeah. no the 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 what people don't understand like if you look at a tour de france bike you know especially the 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 time trial bikes yeah. which are basically they're basically basically it's yeah. a it's a it's a triathlon bike yeah there's some there's some difference. They have not many. more weight limit re- requirements. Yeah, right? fourteen pounds. I think yeah. fourteen pounds is like the lightest your bike can be. Oh, that's uh, in the nineties, early two thousands, whatever that was. Or Tour de France. Yeah, Tour de France. Yeah. So, um, but in in Ironman, you, your bike can be as heavy as you want. It doesn't matter. You can throw because people throw bottles and all kinds of shit on it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, those bikes, man, it, it's like a twelve thousand dollar machine. Yeah. I mean, probably more now. Yeah. You know, because people are just paying more for shit. It's kind of like. F one just like everything's carbon fiber. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, streamline. It, it can't withstand a crash. I mean, you probably have to replace their bike after a crash because everything's like you know to the, you know, millimeter. You when know? you get any sort of crack in it, like that's that's the end of it. I yeah. mean, yeah, especially if it's your frame. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so, um. But they're the what they do with with carbon fiber is pretty amazing. I mean, it's yeah. basically aluminum. You know what I mean? It's it's the same shit because it's, you can climb it's, like it's crazy. It's really impressive. Like, so I just bought a new bow, mm-hmm. it's a carbon fiber bow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like it's crazy how like they're like, yeah, these you can run these over with a truck. Yeah, yeah. And they have videos where they run them over with a truck and they still shoot. Wow. And it's just like it's so light and it seems like when you feel it, you're like, this has got to be brittle. Mm. And I mean, I'm I'm sure at at a given point it's brittle, but sure. that given point is. At, at the, you know, failure point of, like, a, an aluminum, yeah. like, bike would be, or an, uh, I guess they probably use, like, chromoly a lot, right? I, I, I don't, I don't know anymore. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I'm so far removed from that. Yeah. You know, I, I, the last bike I owned, the ba- last bike I rode was about 12 years ago. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that was my, I had a, um, a Scott, uh, not even the, the high-end one. I think I had, like, an R4, mm-hmm. but it was all, it was full carbon. Um, it had, um, you know, um. Like, uh, I think there were SRAM, SRAM gears and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. it was beautiful, beautiful bike, um, race wheels. Yep. Um, you know, they were aluminum, but they were like a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, you get away with a lot. I feel like weight wise with aluminum. As yeah. Far, like, cause that's what I've noticed. Like, um, with my very little like exposure to, to like bikes in general, mm-hmm. like, like I'm not going to spend 10 grand on a, on a road bike. Like thinking about when I was in college, like I'd had a, a road bike but it was like kind of like a cheap one where like let's say I, it got stolen. Yeah, I wouldn't good. fucking cry over right, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't cheap, but yeah. it also wasn't like you know deathly expensive. Yeah. But like a lot of that stuff, you like you can buy like you know a few hundred dollars worth of rims. Yeah. And they're aluminum. They're not carbon bucks. fiber. Yeah. Right. And they're you know way better than what you would get at like you know like at Target. Like yeah. a bike like that with like those rims. Like yeah. They're just they're more rigid. They're yep. lighter. Like. All that kind of stuff, and it's. I feel like they kind of bridge that gap a little bit more with aluminum. Obviously, it's going to be a little heavier. Yeah, you know. So uh, a friend of mine is. Um, um, he has a um, 
mountain bike company. Mm. It's I think it's uh, V Bikes. V Bikes, I believe it is. Are those electric bikes? No, not an e bike. A V Bike. That's oh. that's the name of his company. His okay. name is Vince, so he calls them V Bikes. And he has a uh, beautiful frames, and you know he he builds them out. And um, I don't. He doesn't have brick and mortar, so it's all like you you order it and they build it for you. Does he live here? Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, he's out of. Uh, I think his house is in. I think he's out of Awatuki somewhere. Um, but, uh, Sounds he's like, we're a mountain biker kid. Yeah. Be. But I mean, he's been mountain biking forever. His kid was on the mountain bike team, whatever high school he That's went it, to. Yeah. So, um, he had, a, he, I, I, I had lunch with him, gosh, man, almost a year ago, but what they're doing with mountain bike wheels now is freaking amazing. Yeah. Not the best thing for Arizona. I don't think, right. but like his, if you look at the spokes, mm-hmm. it was, it was a string. It was cord. Which makes sense because you're just pulling in opposite directions, right. and it holds the it holds the shape. And, and they all like kind of counter each other, yeah. so it's like it's not that's not they don't have to be laterally like rigid, right? Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, the only thing I was thinking is like, I mean, there's a lot of sharp sharp rocks in Arizona. I don't know. I may, it may just be fine. It may be just fine. But and I, it that's depends all what they're made out of. Like, it, like I yeah. couldn't imagine like, like what I mean. The material that like a D loop is made out of on a bow is like super like abrasion resistant mm. like it has to be because yeah. it's like you always are hooking oh yeah it I think about that yeah yeah right? yeah yeah so it's like i imagine if you made a spoke out of something like that i think it would i think it would take a rock yeah yeah i mean it would be it'd have to be a pretty specific like kind of like impact from a rock to actually cut it I, yeah I, I would imagine well i mean you can come downhill at a pretty high rate of speed and hit a rock pretty hard sure yeah. so who knows yeah i mean but like to think about like oh that you know, you would think that, oh, strings are too, like, soft, right? Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't have that. But, like, if you were to take an individual spoke off of any bike, you'd, you'd be able to snap it with your hand, no problem. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's not like they need that lateral. It's, it's what what do they call that? Um, tensile strength? hmm Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually, I carried a, a spoke wrench whenever I was on my bike mm-hmm. because, I mean, spokes break. Right. And then you just, you literally just wrap it around the spoke next to it like you're taping a broken finger. Mm-hmm. And then you just tighten until your wheels aren't hitting the brakes anymore you just, i'm serious you just <laughs> yeah. play with it on the side of the road and it happened it happened more often than i freaking oh, care fuck. there's nothing i hate more than changing a, a road bike tire oh dude you know the worst time the worst time a year or the worst time a year was um not monsoon because you get a rain mm-hmm. and all of the crap that's on the road goes right into the including the, the oil yes and 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 it never failed dude and there were times when i'd be like Two miles from the house after a six-hour ride. Yeah. Pow! Like, mother... <laughs> I never had a blowout, but I've always, like... I've definitely picked up thorns yeah. and shit where you just kind of have that, like... You put your bike away, and then you go out the next morning, and it's flat, and you're like, God damn it. No, well, well when, you're on a, when you're on a road bike, a race bike, you're, you're talking about 110 PSI. Yeah. So that shit pops. Yeah. There is no... And there's times when the actual tire will split. Like, you'll get a cut in it. Mm-hmm. And you got to air it up because under so much pressure, yeah. it'll split it. Yeah. So you carry a dollar bill with you, and you put a dollar bill where the split is, and then you put the you put the new tube in, and then you blow it up on that, and it'll hold. Huh. The dollar bill will hold. So that's that was a little trick that I learned from. Yeah. I mean, because a dollar bill is not paper; it's no. like fiber. Yeah, it's fiber. So yeah. you just, I mean, you literally fold it up to the size of the you know the the wheel, and you stick it in there, and then you put the yeah. the new tube in. That's yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, I kind of miss it sometimes, man. I don't miss almost getting hit by a car all the time. Oh, that was my favorite. It's like the same <sighs> thing with motorcycles. It's like just getting really close to people. Yeah. Well, the thing is like when you're on a road bike for six hours, you're just, 
tired and you're not as sharp as you'd sure. like to be yeah, towards the end of the ride. Yeah. And, and at the end of the ride, that's when everybody's out. Cause I was starting my rides at like four in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking like, you know, heat of the day. When basically. people are like, when they're just waking up and they're fucking drowsy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're maybe drunk. Yeah. <laughs> hungover. Yeah. And my, and my brother, my brother was a, a paramedic and he's been a paramedic for, you know, decades. And he was like, they'll just hit you. They'll leave you. Like they're not going to stop. Yeah. So, I mean, that got me thinking. Well, I people got don't want to go to jail for like right. manslaughter. Yeah. Killing a biker. I mean, half those fucking people are on their phone. Yeah. That's, that's, I, that happened. I've had I've, a couple of friends who've gotten hit by cars yep. before. Yeah. People on the phones and that dude, it sucks. It's right. like, and, but to and, be fair, get the fuck over. Dude, I I hug I hug the gutter, man. I hug the gutter unless the road was complete. I was never that guy to you know the guys that that ride that line, and they think. No, my 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 problem is is like when you have like two dudes riding together, on the road. Yeah, and it's like during a time when there's traffic, like so, like say like eight thirty in the morning or like that five six seven o'clock at night. Yeah, and they're fucking right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's when the dude in the diesel truck goes by and he freaking hits it and yeah. there's smoke everywhere. I have I have yeah, good no sympathy for those. No, me assholes. either. Me either. Get no. in line. And first of all, like you guys can take turns too, like drafting each other. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it, and like anybody who's never actually drafted with a bicycle, it is amazing how it's how well so that easy. Works. Yeah, it's so easy. You you can you can literally punch above your weight, which mean meaning like you can ride with a faster group that you shouldn't be riding with. Yeah, they just pull you. Just stay in the back. Yeah, they just yeah. pull you. It's, just stay it's in the crazy back. Crazy how how yeah. well that works. You wouldn't imagine that you. Get get that much like what do you call it? wind blocking yeah no it's it they're literally pulling you yeah you feel being you feel like you're being pulled it's, yeah like it's, you have to pedal like half as much yes as they do. It's, it's crazy it's, yeah. it's amazing yeah it's it's a lot of fun man i miss being in a big group i miss being i, I miss my you know alone rides yeah. you know i miss all that stuff but man it's not worth it not for me arizona's getting better as far as like being like bike friendly but like even like the places where you have a ton of like bike lanes the mm. roads are just gravel yeah like yeah. they're so shitty out and they're there. tarred up and and when yeah. the tar when the target's soft it's not bad but yeah. like when it's hard you're just like thud 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 over yeah. and over and over and over and it just rattles your brain after a while you're like yeah. it's literally shell shock we just want to yeah i just want to go home <laughs> okay. the mountain biking is the one that i've been like the only reason i don't want to get into it is i know i'll love it yeah and then that's yeah. another ten thousand dollar bike like, uh, yeah and then yeah yeah what, what do they call it um my I, my friends, um, gosh, I haven't talked to them in in a, in a long time. But I, I I used to shop at a at a, at a bike shop called uh, Two Wheel Jones. I don't know if they're still around. They used to be like right right close to where the academy was off a of Signal Butte and Baseline. Okay, and um, they uh, they would talk about the uh, the bikes, obviously, right? And they would do the they called it PNA, the parts and accessories. That's yeah. where they make the. Oh, I'm sure that's where they make their margins. You know, helmets and gloves and socks yeah. and shoes and shit like that. But yeah, so when I did that, when I did that triathlon in Henderson, uh, I rented the race wheels and I had my mechanic, this guy um, Ryan. Ryan was his name. He was a drummer. Um, yeah, good wrench on a bike. Yeah. Uh, he actually, I took my son when he was young uh, to do drum lessons and signed him up, you know, went That doesn't surprise me at all that Tony wanted to be a drummer. Yeah, once. yeah. So, um <laughs> I w we went for drum lessons and uh it was him. And yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, you work on my bike." And so he had a he had that relationship already. But I didn't trust anybody else with my bike. Yeah. Well, he was out of town when um I took my bike in to get Son the wheels. Of a bitch. I was like, "Oh shit." So the whole time I have my bike on top of the car, I'm headed towards Henderson. Whole time I'm thinking is like, "What if something's wrong? What if something's wrong?" I as like you want to talk about manifesting? So I, I took the bike for a little test ride the day before, and I hit the first hill, and I got out of the out of the saddle, and I pushed down, and it went 
chunk the um the derailleur twisted oh no yeah so it came off and i'm like oh shit but but when you're doing a, a bike, and, and this is what I was talking about, the difference between triathlon um, uh, events and jiu-jitsu tournaments. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the triathlon event, that for a full, that full-distance triathlon, it was like the entry was like $600. And I think Ironman is But they like, actually take care of you. Yes. Uh, Ironman is way more now than it ever has been. It's probably it's probably double that now, right. I would imagine. But it was 600 bucks to enter, right? But if you needed fuel, like, you know, food, yeah. if you needed, um, you know, sports drinks, if you needed someone to work on your bike, it was all there. It, like literally. <laughs> so the bike course took way longer than I expected because it was so fucking hilly. Right. But, um, I'm, I'm loopy. Right. And I'm running with my bike to transition and the transition area is like a big area. It's freaking cool. So they're, you know, and they have your stuff for you. Like they right. see your number, like boom, they hand it to you. And there's somebody that takes your bike. Now I'm used to, I hang my own bike up and I change my own shoes. You have a little, you know, two by two area where you put all your shit and you put it on, you head out. Um, but I was never like used to this first class experience, so to speak. Right. And <laughs> this lady grabs my bike and I'm pulling on it. She's pulling on it. I'm pulling she's on like, it. It's my job. I'm she's here to like, take it for you. <laughs> she's like, she's like, it's okay. You're I'm ready to hit her. <laughs> As she goes, it's okay. I'm going to give it back. I'm like, Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so in jiu-jitsu, you like, you get hurt and they're like, best we can do is ice. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, man. Did I tell you about Tony's, um, MMA fight? The second one? I mean, I heard about it. So did you hear about when, um, when we first got there and this kid, uh, two, Three fights ahead of Tony got hurt? No. Okay. And I I talked about this on the podcast before a couple episodes ago. And I was saying, like, anybody looking to start an MMA, like, uh, promotion, just don't. Yeah. Just don't. There's enough of them. Just don't fucking do it. Because there's not money. This was a new promotion. They just got sanctioned. And they needed fighters, right? So. Tony's Anybody. game, right? Yeah. Tony's game, and he, he was he was the co-main event, and it's the second fight ever. Ever, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, anyway, so the we walk up, um, this uh, guy, um, oh, what's his name? Dante, Dante, um, Jonte, Jonte. Um, he trains Tony over at Power MMA. He's one okay. of his trainers, and we saw him at the door, and he's like, "Oh, I'll bring you up." you know, to the the VIP area. Yeah. And he walked us up and, you know, we got to see Tony warm up and everything. So it was really cool. Well, there's a kid coming up after his fight and he's injured. His foot's fucked up and he's, they're, they're like carrying him up the steps. Cause we had, it was like, after the fight. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a rec center. So like we were in the upper area where kids like go watch TV and shit sure. like that. Okay. So it was like an upper area. You got to go up flight of stairs and this kid's limping up. He's being helped up. And I hear somebody say, Oh, they don't have ice. <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck yeah dude like th- you don't have ice like there's a real good chance you're gonna need ice at an mma at the bare minimum yes there's some, some, maybe some tape how do you how do you not know that you need ice yeah like they had a doctor yeah and he was cool uh but i don't know that he had a lot of experience because uh you know tony got stopped he got yeah. triangled right but he didn't pass out Right. Um, he didn't sustain any like major damage. He did take a couple shots, but it wasn't like major damage. Yeah. And the guy's talking to Tony, like doing like, you know, um, concussion protocols, like it's a knockout. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know that. Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell him how to do his business. Right. But it doesn't seem like, I don't know. He was just like, it's like, he's fine. Yeah. He was, I mean, it's probably just checking the boxes. Yeah. Probably after any fight, I'm sure they have to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he was a nice guy. He was a a real nice guy. Like, cause I mean, even if you don't get knocked out, 
you get hit in the head, like you, yeah, it doesn't take much, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, some people can take hits, and some people can't. Like yeah. some people just get not just barely, you know, clipped, and they're yeah. like, oh, now they're loopy. Yeah, that's true. So, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's it, it was interesting because like, how how much more basic does it get than have ice for a potential injury? You know, but like if like you said, it's a new organization. Like if you don't. Like, who knows, like, how much exposure, like, I assume, I I have to make the assumption that they, like, basically, like, put a call out for, like, hey, any doctors want to come be our medic for this event, yeah. and the doctor has no idea what he, what he needs to do. He's like, I know how to handle trauma. Yeah. But he doesn't know, like, do I need to bring stuff? Do yeah. I, like, you know, I, I'm sure that's probably what happened. Yeah. But, well, I, here, here's how I look at it. If... If you don't have one basic necessity, what are the chances that you're going to have something pretty fucking important? Right. You know, do you have an ambulance on standby? I bet they didn't. No. You know, and there were some big boys throwing What do you hands mean? There. You just call 911. Yeah. Yeah. And they're right around the corner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's in it's in Payson. So, I mean, I think their fire department's like volunteer. So, I don't think it's manned all the time. I mean, there Is might there be like one guy there. up there? Yeah. 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 There's a hospital up there. Where? Oh, is, I don't know. Is there a Payson? No. Probably not. I think you'd either have to go to over to Flagstaff you know what? or there d- isn't. down to Phoenix. Yeah, there isn't. You know how I know that? A friend of mine's uh, daughter fell out of their uh, ATV, mm. broke her head. They drove her. Luckily, um, the guy's uh, wife, my, my friend Kevin's wife, it, uh, was a is a physician. So she's in the bed of the truck, like, administering aid wow. to their daughter while he drove to the... Um, it was a holiday weekend, and he drove to the volunteer fire department place where they had a new guy manning yeah. the place who then called somebody. They got her a helicopter, and they flew her out. So, no, I don't think they have a trauma. like a, like a, I think they have a medical center in Sholo. So, I think your options are- still a couple hours, yeah, no? Yeah, and it's not close. No. No, no yeah, they I mean, depending out. on where you're at, it's, I, I bet they take you to Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, if you had to get flown, go to fucking Phoenix. That's, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did. They flew her to Phoenix. Yeah. Which is, I mean, and, and you know, and and- it's also, I think, the fighters' responsibility, or or managers, or whomever, right? Coaches' responsibility to find those things out, like, you know. But you know, honestly, there's things no. that you you would just expect. No, I think it's the organization's facility. Like, like, do you think a doctor goes to a hospital and they're like, "Hey, you didn't bring your supplies." <laughs> what do you mean you don't have gloves? Yeah, yeah. like, like that's that's the facility or yeah. the venue or the not the venue, but the, uh, or, know, yeah. the organizer's job. Yeah, like no ice, right? So I think, gosh, what did they do? I think they someone ran to the casino, mm-hmm. and they brought back like like an H E B H E B. I'm back in Texas. <laughs> it's it's like a like a Basha's bag mm-hmm. full of ice, and it was just leaking everywhere. And the poor kid, he just you know, he couldn't go anywhere. Hurt his ankle. Uh, I think it was his. Yeah, I think it was like a high ankle kind of thing. What a baby. Walk it He's off. He's pretty fucked up. It, off, it was man. pretty fucked up. <laughs> but act uh, like you've had your ankle pop before. Yeah, dude. I don't know how it happened. I didn't see the fight. Yeah. But um but yeah, it's it was it that that kind of pissed me off. So yeah, it, it I don't know, man. Just if you're if you're an aspiring amateur fighter, just be very careful what you say yes to. That's all I can say. Yeah, I mean it's really easy to like especially right now, like I mean more more applicable to BJJ. There's a lot of like organizations that are paying. Mm-hmm. 
whether or not they're reputable or not. That's yeah. that's you know, there's I mean, obviously there's I mean we have we we have the UFC invitational this uh, tonight that we're gonna watch, right? My man crush Aaron Wilson, Aaron Aaron Wilson. Wilson will be on it. I, I, is he the Liz first Clay match? will be on it. I think he's the third. Okay, so help me out with Liz Clay. Did she clone herself? Because wasn't she at Noki Worlds just the other day? It's in Vegas. Oh, okay. So yeah. she's doing both. Okay. Yeah, Aaron's in Vegas right now. Paul's in Vegas. But did, did Liz forego? She did not do Nogi World. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, because I just If saw you had her the get... option of getting paid. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you're going to get paid. Yeah. She's already number one in the world. Yeah, she got yeah. Her, her plaque. That That's was really so fucking cool. cool, man. You know, I, I I think I met Liz the first time when she was a purple belt. And yeah. then we spent a lot of time together COVID year at Brown Belt. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, she like lived at Dan and Andrea's. Her yeah, and her brother. She, no, she lived here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's she lived, right. Yeah, they she did live right here. here. I forgot. Yeah, because yeah, they came yeah. down from Alaska. Yeah, like, she and David here. were sleeping in that room and they didn't have a door. Remember, because I took Bella's door away? The room for lost kids. <laughs> yeah, the room for lost kids. <laughs> <laughs> now you have Taylor living there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and they were. That they, it was. It, it was it was cool having them here. Like yeah. they're good kids, um, and just watching Liz grow up. You know, now she's married and all that. That's that's really cool, man. And number one in the world. Yeah, that's she's matured a lot over yeah. the years. Yeah, for of sure. course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, but she's always had like you know you you talk about jujitsu IQ a lot, and she's had that from a very young age. Mm-hmm. You know, and she applies that to a lot of things in her life. So that's really that's yeah. really amazing. Her brother's got it too, and and he's yeah. a fucking super athlete like, he is yeah <laughs> like that kid is going to be good at whatever sport he does yeah like yeah and and he's had a pretty good training partner to grow up with no shit <laughs> and i mean not only that but like he's obviously he has liz right yeah. but he's now he has like danilo's Danilo. his brother-in-law yeah, yeah right and danilo's a monster right? yeah. and all of the fucking guys at q's like yeah couldn't ask for a better place to get b- yeah. better at jujitsu and he and he's so coachable and yeah. he's just He's nice just a kid. good kid, man. Yeah, he's he's nice just a kid. nice kid. I really, I really enjoy being around him. Yeah. I don't enjoy rolling with him. No, he's mean. He's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Last yeah. time I rolled with him was the one of the Aries open mats, and I was like, "Are you mad at me, dude? <laughs> what was brutal?" What was that? He's like, like laughing and smiling the whole and, time. And <laughs> oh, by the way, he's taking it easy on me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no, but yeah, so. I didn't watch a lot of the uh, the uh, you know me the Nogi Worlds. I mean, okay, yeah. Um, but we had a lot of Arizona folks go out there and do yep. really well. I mean, it was it's cool to see that. You know what what's tough is like, you know, I wanted to go do it. I signed up, had a plane ticket, the whole bit. Yeah. But then you know you got and Vin and I were talking about this, and Vin said it best. He goes, you know, Alex the competitor ran into Alex the gym owner and Alex the uh, the coach. Yeah. They just collided one day, yeah. and it, I had to choose. Two of them had to suffer, so I had to be a coach. Yeah. Which I don't regret it. You know, it, it was fun, man. Watching, like, you know, I had, um, gosh, who did I have? Brian Johnson, who's a traitor, left me. For my uh, school. <laughs> the best school. Yeah. So he, I found out that morning, by the way. Yeah, so someone calls me and they're like, hey, why is Brian signed up under you? I'm like, he's my blue belt. They're like, no, he's not. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I confronted him after his match. He's like, I wanted to talk to you in person, and I didn't want to text you. He was you. telling me, like, on he came to my morning class, like, Thursday or something. He's yeah. like, I need to talk to Paul because I want to switch over here. And I'm like, okay, well, make sure you talk to Alex, too. Yeah. Uh, dude, like Paul. He wasn't, I, and, and to be, to, just for full like transparency it wasn't like he was his goal was just to like bail and not tell you oh f him listen (laughs) like paul i am the easiest person to assassinate right now i'm in two places every day at the same time he can find me he can 
He can find me. He can find... I'm, I'm trying not to <laughs> yell at you, John, or... Brian. Brian, whatever. Brian, I'll call you whatever I want right now. I'm mad at you. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, Johnson, and then we had um, uh, a guy, um, Cody. Um, mm-hmm. So, Cody... Um, He's the bigger guy. Bigger guy with yep. beard. Yep. Um, he found he found out firsthand why it's a bad idea to go ultra. Yeah. It's a bad idea. Unless, Unless you're, you're a, a real ultra. A linebacker. Yeah. Unless you're a real, real, real ultra. He's not. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He I bet Cody could probably do two oh eight. Yeah. Yeah. He could get like ripped and do two oh eight if he chose to. He yeah. really could. Um, but it's hard, but it's worth it. <laughs> so he walked up and he's like, Is that guy in my bracket? I'm like Oh yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a there's a commercial. There's no doubt when you're an ultra heavy and you're sitting in the bullpen, you know who your competitors are. Oh, 100%. Cuz they're the biggest guy in the fucking bullpen. <laughs> and, and you see him with a with the same color belt, you're like, "Oh no. Uh-huh. I fucked up." <laughs> you know, there's a commercial. I don't even know what the hell it's for. It just makes me laugh every time. There's a guy um I can't remember what the commercial's about, but it's a guy going to pick up a puppy and it's this like a king, like what do they call it? The Corso, something Corso. Anyway, it's a it's a giant fucking dog, right? Okay. And there's a there's the breeder there. He's standing there drinking coffee, and the guy looks over and he sees like the uh, the sire mm-hmm. s- sitting next to a pony, and they're the same height. <laughs> and he looks over at him, and he's like, just kind of <laughs> just kind of salutes him with the cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what Cody saw. At the at the tournament, and then um, well, and speaking the, of bullpens, I, there's yeah. never a time where I like realize that I have dysmorphia, body dysmorphia, that when I'm in a bullpen, because I'll look at like you'll look at the guys who are your belt, and you're like, all right, who's in my bracket? Who's yeah. in my bracket? And I'll I'll look at a guy, and I'll see him. I'm like, oh, that guy must be in my bracket. And I'm like, oh, he's 181, and I'm like a featherweight, right? <laughs> so I'm like, why do I feel like I'm that big? Yeah, a <laughs> little guy. Oh my god, yeah, we, I, we're just talking about that. Um, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, Carlos was rolling with Colin Opper and shout out to Colin. Um, Matt, fuck him. <laughs> and Colin, and they were talking while they're rolling as we do. And he goes, yeah, I'm not used to rolling with a super heavy or an ultra heavy anymore. And Colin goes, I'm not ultra anymore. He goes, Oh, and then Carlos bench presses him <laughs> and then dumps him on his head. <laughs> Oh my god, it was hilarious. You should have belly uh, smothered him. Yeah. Colin oh, likes that one. That'd been great. Yeah. <laughs> but um we had Kelsey. Kelsey win gold. Yeah. Uh first time. Colin's like, I was really disappointed. Not one of you assholes said, just stand up. Just <laughs> I like she had the girl on the on her on her belly, on her back. I'm like, that's basically standing. Yeah. Yeah. She already was I, standing up. I think um that's probably the best I've seen, the sharpest I've seen Kelsey mm-hmm. in, in, in a match. I'm, I'm a little disappointed she didn't finish the triangle. No, you know, I I it, I would say the girl defended the triangle well, but it was primed for an armbar. Yeah. The arm was extended. All Kelsey had to do was roll the knuckles over. That's what I told and, Kelsey. Yeah. I was like, palm to the sky. Yep. Roll her palm to the yep. sky, and yep. that's it. Yep. It's over. Or well, And she was a little slow to get to the head. Yeah. To but, drop her head but you know what? Like, at the end of the day... She was up like a million to zero. Yeah. She didn't have to do anything except hold the girl because she was in the most dominant position. But, but to be fair, triangle is like the one submission that it, when you fail, often it goes bad. It for goes you. real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but when she when she when she got to the uh, when she got to the mount. Yeah. And almost had the back. The girl's body was so twisted. Yeah. I'm like, just stay there. Yeah. You you don't have to. Well, do when anything. she was in mount, I was like, work on submissions, but you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Stay on top. Yeah. Um. 
and she listened, man. She got her feet under her. She, you know, got her hips in. The girl was in, in a bad way. Yeah. And um, her makeup was all over Kelsey's all over gi. Kelsey's gi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know who the girl was, but uh, you know, she she put up a she put up a fight, yep. and it was not easy. And I could not believe that she escaped that triangle. Yeah, well, uh, we were walking out the door, and uh, uh, we were Nate was in the kitchen, and we we're like, yeah, we're going to the tournament. Kelsey's competing or whatever. He's like, he's like, go kill her or something like that. And she's like, actually, she she trains at your gym. He's like, okay, well. Maybe don't kill her. <laughs> He's like, win, win, but, but don't be nice her. about it. <laughs> oh, I love that guy, freaking Nate. I gotta get him on the show. I bet he'd that be, would be fun. a fun one. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a fun podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so Kelsey did amazing, uh-huh. and then I had, like I said, Jason Ellis uh, did his first turn. Jason Ellis pushed the guy really hard. Yeah. So, um, and he listened really well. I mean, the guy had an Ezekiel choke, but it was like he was, Jason pummeled his feet to where he had a guard, but he allowed the guy to kind of elevate his hips and kind of get some leverage. Yep. And I said, just put your feet on his hips and push him away. And yep. that alleviated enough of the, and by, and by that time, the guy had blown out his, his grips. Yeah. So then Jason starts attacking and the guy, you know, I told Jason, I was like, you may have lost, but that guy does not have another match in him. Yeah. Like he was, he was spent. And yeah. that, that's pretty cool for a guy that came in, you know, 18 months ago, uh, not in the best shape and has just willed himself into competition. Yeah. You know, it, I'm so proud of that guy. So, yeah. you know, shout out to him. And, and, uh, I have another guy, uh, Cayman, uh, Cayman, he made a couple of mistakes and, and he was up five zero. Yeah. In his match, and he just made a couple mistakes, and it cost him. Um, but it was a good match. It, yeah. it was. It wasn't bad. Um, who else? Dan Enzing. Dan Enzing uh, pulled guard. What? <laughs> that, that I didn't. I didn't want to like tell him, but like ahead of the match. But I was like, the guy that he fought is is like built like a fucking He's tank. Tough. Yeah. He's tough. He um he was actually in my bracket in, in an open like <clears> back like in maybe brown belt days yeah. i didn't i didn't fight him but like you know like being a black belt in phoenix like you kind of know all the black yeah you belts. know them, yeah right. and and every once in a while i get surprised by somebody from out of town but yeah, not very often yeah. yeah but that guy uh yeah he's he's a tank yeah he's like, a wasn't gonna alliance, be alliance guy yeah. yeah yeah he wasn't gonna uh, alliance alliance <laughs> he uh, wasn't gonna be a pushover yeah no no way yeah. no way um and i think he has some judo too so so dan did well on, on his feet with a yeah. judo guy so yeah, um, didn't get tossed no that's that I got tossed at uh, at Master Worlds. I I stood with a judo guy. Bad call. Yeah. Bad. I mean, I beat him, but still bad. Rob call. Rob tossed me once. The brown belt Rob. Oh really? The one that uh, put Aaron to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing no one listens to this podcast because <laughs> they can't hear us talk shit about him. Um, uh, but back to Kelsey. That was her first gold ever. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. First gold. Very proud of her. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like it's Very, just like. Do you remember your first gold? Uh yes, one ninety five. Uh, white belt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Arizona State, two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so, I was so nervous about not being able to. I like I didn't know how to start a match, right? Because I already lost two. I had lost two in a row, and I, I was and I was like, I went to Aaron. And I was like, Hey, do you mind if I come to your wrestling class? Because I don't know how to. He's like, Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. I don't know why I'm asking, but um, he taught me. Do you mind uh, if I go to your class? Yeah, that I that pay I'm paying for. for? <laughs> yeah, but but I, you know, I always I again I wasn't in the best shape, and I didn't want to be in the way, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I was very self conscious, and, and don't be guys, don't be self conscious. Just just show up. The, they'll take care of you. Unless being self conscious motivates you yeah there you go yeah there you go uh but really um aaron taught me a, a double leg takedown that's all we worked on 
double X. And most of the time, I was the only person that showed up. And I know for a fact that he didn't want to do the class because it was only me. Yeah. But he still did it. And and we drilled and we drilled and we drilled and we drilled. And I picked the dude up and I slammed him on the ground and we landed out of bounds. I didn't get, I, I think I got advantage for that. But I, I, I picked him up and I put him on the ground. I go back to the middle. I turn around and he's still on the ground. Yeah. And he busted his rib. That was my first win. <laughs> I busted the guy's ribs. So first win? Yeah. Or first gold? Or do you only have the one match? First win. Okay. Yeah. No, I got worked. My first tournament, uh, Southwest Classic 2013, two losses. Both guys got their blue belts like a week later. <laughs> and Because it was Ron Robin, I yeah. just got the shit kicked out of me. Were you an ultra then? No, I, I got I got to heavy before I competed. Okay. I got to 208. And then, um, and then the next one was uh, the Dan tournament where I... I got beat up the first round, and I remember Russo coming up, and Russo's like, when do you go again? I was like, well, if there is a God, I don't have another match today. <laughs> <laughs> I was so frustrated. And I, then I remember being a white belt, and I like I did all the tournaments. And like you know, like when you're first starting and you're super stoked, you you lose a lot. Yeah, right. When yeah. you're 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 that still like figuring out how to even how to jujitsu. Like you yes, know, like, like you said, you don't even know how to start. I a don't match, know how to start a match. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that, I remember like that. And then like it was the I don't remember what tournament. It might have been the Southwest Classic. Now that I think about it. Um, but it was the tournament just before it was my last tournament before we did pans. Yeah. And I, and I was a featherweight white belt adult. Right. So I had, I had to win. What year was that? 2013. Okay. Okay. Or maybe 14. Okay. No, it would have been. So I was there already. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I think okay. So yeah. And, and it was like one of those ones where I, I had to win four matches to fucking get gold. Wow. Yeah. And I did. That's fun. And I submitted every single one of them. Damn. Were you falling back on the ankle lock back then? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, I did that till Blue Belt, man. And my ex-girlfriend was in the crowd, yeah, so I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. I do remember that. It was like one thing. I remember like looking over and like seeing my ex who was dating someone else yeah. who did jiu-jitsu in yeah. the crowd, and I was like, I'm going to fuck these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it, it was. Um, god, those, how old? Are, I must have been like twenty six then. Yeah, <laughs> like those are, those were good times, man. Yeah, that was so much fun, so much fun. Yeah. Um, back when they were at that, was, I think that might have been at like Westwood High School. We were just talking about that the other day. Like, I only did one tournament at Westwood. Yeah. And then they moved everything exclusively to Phoenix College, and then, but someone was telling me like they were doing like Mesa, come conference center convention center something like that like before west westwood i remember westwood i've i remember tournaments obviously at phoenix college mm -hmm. i know we've had tournaments at that Awatuki high school I never went to that one i don't I, I, they've only had a couple i know yeah. they had like um one of the southwest that i did when i was a purple belt i went i did there got beat up yeah actually I won one fight by splitting this guy's cheek open. <laughs> <laughs> Win, baby. DQ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an accident. I have no idea how it happened. But then I, it was a round robin, so I had to, I lost to the first guy. I split the guy, second guy's cheek open by accident, and then I had to fight the same guy I just got killed by and then got killed again. Wow, yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, but that was at the Awatuki College High School, but I don't remember us. I don't think I ever competed in another venue other than, like, Paul's. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. And um, yeah, so yeah, Paul tried to get me killed at the Dan tournament a couple times at Blue Belt. Nice. Uh, put me in a bracket with uh, with your roommate. Yeah, that'll make sense. Yeah, That's stupid. Sense. And then and then. Um, oh, yeah, it was. No, it was Nate. It was Jake Watson. 
<laughs> it was me and somebody else. Somebody else who didn't belong in that what group. Belt? Blue. Jake Watson was ever a blue belt? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was a man child in blue. Um and and I think Nate was hung over at that tournament. <laughs> and I had to fight him first round. And he was like, So what do you want to do, man? <laughs> you want to actually roll? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, yeah. So um, so he toyed with me until like, I, I think I almost passed his guard cause he was screwing around and then yeah. he just triangled me and ended it. That was it. That was the end of it. I put someone to sleep at one of the Dan tournaments. Did you? Yeah. If I remember. How did I miss that? I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Guess, I was probably, I was probably throwing up in the bathroom. Guess how? How? Baseball bat show. No. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I remember the one you pulled off. Then you pulled one off in Vegas too, didn't you? What was the one that where was the like referee? Thing, uh, that was one of the in- local ones where the referee was like, what What'd was you do? that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. the one where it was is Benson Henderson's brother-in-law. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. And then he apparently he quit. Wow. Wow. So I, I like to say that I made Benson Henderson's brother-in-law quit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but Benson, I don't know that he's super active in jiu-jitsu but he's not done he did the adcc phoenix open that's right he did yeah and he looked good yeah dude i mean that guy's a phenomenal athlete athlete, he's a fucking athlete yeah yeah um yeah his his uh i mean think about this like super high level jujitsu guy and former ufc world champion Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's a resume and a half right there yeah for you know and he is he out of he's out of the lab right yep yeah yeah i think he's one of the owners so is he under john crouch I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah. But I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's like half owner of the lab. Okay. You ever been there? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. impressive. It's it's a cool facility. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone once told me that, <laughs> I'm sure they were kidding, that Phoenix cops have killed more people in that parking lot <laughs> than any other place in <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> it's it's not a great neighborhood. It's, it's not a great fucking, neighborhood. It's the West Side, but yeah. I mean, it's a cheap place to put a gym in. That's yeah. for sure. They got a lot. They got a lot of space. And you know, speaking of like uh, a lot of space, man, have you? I haven't been there yet, but the um, the Soul Fighters HQ. I heard. I've seen pictures. It looks dope. It looks amazing, dude. And what and what he did with just the uh, Soul Fighter HQ yeah. as a sign that was sick, dude. It was. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, I, I got. Um, I don't want to go there because I don't want to get beat up by purple belts. I know, right? Get beat up <laughs> by white belts. No, I. Um, I, I asked Tankino if he wanted to be on the show. He said yes. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. We exchanged phone numbers and everything. So oh, that'd be uh, dope. Yeah, I'm gonna get him on. I, the thing is, like, it'd be cool to have him and Q on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right? I could probably pull that off. You, I'm pretty sure you could definitely pull that off. Have you? You've had Q on before. Yeah, right? I've had Q on okay. before. Yeah. So, because um, I know you've had Samir a couple times. Yeah. Well, Samir one time. Um, Samir one time, but um. He wants to do another one. Um, I mean, I want to do another one with him. Yeah. But um, I think um, I think we're going to talk more about like his uh, stuff outside of jujitsu, like entrepreneurship stuff like that, because he's got a lot of stuff going he's, on. Well, he's a manager now. He's a B, uh, yeah. jujitsu manager. So I, I definitely want to pick his brain about that. That's kind of a new thing, uh, and I think it's a it, it it could be a good thing if done right. Right. The reason I think it's important is because we have so many like young professional athletes in jiu-jitsu and they're fucking lost a lot of them are yeah and there's people my age who are ready to take advantage of them that's true you know what i mean there's assholes out there yeah that that well and they're just like they don't have enough life experience Mm -hmm. to know like how to manage their money Mm -hmm. like because like i i have to imagine that a lot of them aren't like filing their taxes right yeah right but like if you're making like if you make ten thousand dollars at a tournament guess what you got to claim that yeah 
Yeah, and they want their money. Trust yes, me, they do. They want their money, and that's like you're talking. That's like two grand, twenty five hundred bucks, twenty five hundred bucks. I mean, at, depending. Yeah, at least yeah, your, your you bracket, know, but, but but like there there's a there's a lot of things that happened from the time you left your home to the time you arrived at that venue that are write offs. Sure. So I mean, you can keep a lot of your money, but I mean, how much of those write offs are gonna knock that much off? You'd be surprised, dude. You'd yeah. be surprised. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it right. You're tracking all your Uber, all your Uber rides, all your meals, you know, your mileage, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it was to get you to that venue, Mm -hmm. you know, flights, you know, all of that stuff has got to be accounted for. So, you know, you can, you can keep your money. You just got to make sure you do it right. Yeah. But I mean, by right, I mean, that being said, like a lot of these guys are just, they're like kids basically pushed in this like adult mentor role. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't understand. Like if you make $600 doing something more than $600 doing something, you have to claim it. Yeah. You know, and that's for the year. It's not for one event. Right. You know, and these guys are doing seminars for a couple thousand bucks. And yeah, yeah, they, they need some guidance. Yeah. They need some guidance so, from somebody. I mean, I, I, I like to imagine that they have people around them that are at least decent mentors that aren't taking advantage of them. But I think a lot of them have people around them that are just yes people. Of course. And that's not good. We've seen, we see that all the time, yeah. right? With like any of like the up and coming, like awesome, like, you know, black belts or whatever. Yeah. They're, they get idolized, and yep. people just want to be like in their entourage, yeah. be their friends. Yep. You see that at every school. There's yep. like the, well, not every school, but like a lot of schools. A have lot of that schools. Guy. Yep. yep, the jock sniffers. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's it's a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, that's and why I was like, it's like I'm just Tojo. Yeah, man, just Alex. <laughs> I'm just Alex. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So I think uh, I think Samir's doing a good thing. There's there's a few people out there that are that are that are mentoring or, you know, managing folks. And, and some of it's got to be like, Hey, don't take this match. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take that match. You know, like, um, some of the best fighters in the world didn't fight their opponents at their peak. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they dodged anybody. Right. They were just smart about it. Right. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where you can't, you know, fighters want to fight. So they need someone to tell them which fights to take. Yeah. I'm sure there's also too, like, uh, once you realize that like jujitsu is your lifestyle, you, you kind of like, well, oh, cool. I don't have to go get a desk job or I don't have to mm-hmm. work at McDonald's or whatever it is. However, if you're going to be a professional, there's a difference between a, being a professional and just being unemployed. <laughs> True. Right? But, I mean, if you're making, I, I would I would argue that if you're making your living off of jiu-jitsu, even if it's not, even if it's just like a moderate living, you're still a professional. Okay. Okay. But if you're claiming you're a professional and you can't make weight, you can't get to venues, you can't do this, you yeah. can't go to sleep on time, you're out partying, you're, you're not a professional, hey, you're just unemployed. Hey, there is a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only say that because I had a buddy, a real good friend of mine, I love him to death. Um, he was, you know, he's a really good poker player, yeah. but not at the level of like, you know, maybe, maybe at the level of like the highest, I mean, he's really good. Yeah. He's a math dude, like he, he's really sharp. But he's, he told me once, he goes, yeah, he goes, I, I did it professionally for about, for about six months and I was like, your ass was unemployed for six months and you played <laughs> cards. Don't fucking lie to me. I've had a couple of friends who made like deep into the six figures yeah. just playing poker. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they, but those are, those are guys that are doing like 10,000 hands a week. Yeah. Like and, they're and, pros. And the reality is, is like you don't have a day life. Yeah, no, you're, you're working. You you're leave, working. You leave like your house at nine yeah. and you're at, you're at the poker table till like the sun comes up. Like yeah. I, I had an old roommate who who used to make good money doing it, and I remember it'd be like, "I'm going to bed," and he's like, "See you guys." Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he'd he'd come out like when I'm leaving for work in the morning. Like yeah. he'd be on his, he'd be like had just gotten in the house or something. Like yeah, that. And, and and you know these days you can play online poker all the time, so yeah. you can stay, you can kind of stay sharp. Um, I wonder how much that actually does help because a lot of poker is reading people. Though. Yeah, no, no, but it, it is. But like uh, like Mamelin told me. Um, that online poker helped what does him. He know he, he plays pickleball, <laughs> but he's he's a good he's a good poker player. Yeah. Um, Speaking but, of, of good poker players, apparently uh, Italo is a good poker player. Is he really? Did you see his post? No. Oh man, he apparently just killed it in Vegas. Nice. Like, yeah, he's nice. And Nick Nick Na was telling me that he uh, Italo likes it, likes a little poker. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I I I like it for a little while, and then I just want to go home. I don't have the patience for it. I'm, I'm good for about two. That's hours. like when people like want to like. Play like when you're like drinking with your friends and like let's play a board game. Yeah, not me. Not me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I feel bad sometimes because when we go, you know, we do birthday pizza like twice a, twice a month, <laughs> sixty times a year, sixty times a year. <laughs> but um, but you know, the the kids want to play. There's this marble game and it's it takes forever. It's yeah. one of those like you you kill the guy and you put him back to the beginning kind of things, yeah. you know. And it, you got to get around the board to put your all yours and the whatever, mm-hmm. and it just takes too long. I just, it like, just takes it's, too long. It, like, I've never played a board game and been like, oh, that wasn't fun. But I'm also like, Ugh, <laughs> we're going to be committed for a while. Yeah, you're committed. Yeah. I mean, if, if you've got like a like a, a nice bottle of booze, you know, and, and you got good friends and this that's that's what you went. I what, like sitting on the back patio no, with but, the fire. But this like, is what you came to do. Like, we're, yeah. you know, we're coming here to do this. That's that's cool. But yeah. otherwise, like uh, an impromptu one, like, oh, no. Like, I like playing poker. And then, but you'll have a friend, you'll be like, hey, we're having a poker. And I'm like, not interested. Not interested. Yeah. But like my little nephew is like learning how to play poker this weekend. Uh, we had like kind of like a, uh, so my, my grandma just passed away. Right. So we had a, a kind of like a funeral thing or whatever. And my mom made dinner for all of the family or whatever. And my uncle, um, uncles were teaching my, uh, nephew how to play poker. And he's like, I, sweet summer child. He's just like, he's just, he's not, not the brightest kid, <laughs> but he's like yeah. trying to play and I'm like trying to teach him how. And I'm like, he's like, what should I do? I'm like, throw that fucking hand in. He's like, he just wants to throw chips in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. like 200, 100, 300. He's like, he doesn't, he doesn't know. He just likes like the throwing chips in thing. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. oh, whatever. Okay. Whatever. You're having fun. Yeah. But like, if anybody was just like, Hey, you want to play poker? I'm like, nope. I'll watch. Yeah, and then I can. Then I'll leave when I w- I don't want to be there anymore. Is it at a cigar bar? Because I'll sit in and smoke a cigar while you guys play poker. That place right over there. Yeah, yeah. Have you um, ever been there? Which one? It's on Guadalupe and Dobson. The yard. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. You been there? Yeah. Um. Uh, it's not. It's Elliot. I think. Oh yeah, it is yeah. Elliot. Yeah. So um yeah so the yard is okay um. There's a place called Foxes that's yep. that's uh, really big. I'm not. I don't like it very much. They have a huge liquor selection. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But it's kind of. I don't know, man. Like unless you're, I've never been in like the private room, whatever the hell that is. But the regular in the room. glass room. Yeah, you're talking about the one in Scottsdale, right? There's two of them. There's one in Gilbert. I've only been to Gilbert. Oh, the Gilbert one's nice. There's one in Scottsdale. It's really nice. It's yeah. like right in downtown uh, or Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah, and like they have like the private. It's not a private room. You just it's the room you like their humidor, but it's like has this big glass wall. Yep. Then you yep. can see everything. Yep. it's fucking dope. Yeah, uh, the one in Gilbert's <clears throat> kind of small compared yeah. to that one. The one in no, you're gonna have to get down, dog. Sorry, no. <laughs> um, the one in uh, there's a there's a uh, cigar bar in um, uh, Chandler, mm-hmm. um, off of Boston, like when the in the city center. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puro, P-U-R-O. 
It's it's it used to be there used to be like a barbecue place below and then a cigar like complete heart attack that, waiting to happen. That's right by where like Santan Brewery is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Santan sits here, and then you go just south of that, and there was that intersection that 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 street that intersects there is Boston. Yeah, and it's right on the just. Oh, I, I, I think Kelsey and I went to that <clears> barbecue place. There. Yeah, so right above the yeah. barbecue place. That's it was where okay. The, we went during COVID, so it was like where they're like, "Here's plastic forks." Yeah, yeah, and we're not going to serve you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're going to slingshot your food from across the room. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fucking COVID. <laughs> My God. Yeah, but yeah, and, 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 yeah. I'm not going to get. No, we're not going to get into that. We are not getting into that because I'm not going to get banned for saying something stupid. Because I will say something stupid. I mean, I've come come eh, primed for it. Haven't you already? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Stephen, d- 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 delete that shit. Don't delete uh, that shit. Delete that shit. Every time he says that, just, that's the stuff you need to post on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can need to ask uh, Chris Smith why they got banned from Facebook. His warrior hydration company. Chris, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. I can't say it on the show, but oh, ask fuck. him. Ask him. I wish I was going to be there for you guys' party next weekend. You're not going to be there? We're going to be in Chicago. Why? The best time of year. December. Oh, you got that wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I bet I bet they're fucking I bet they got the venue cheap. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like I keep, I keep telling everyone Chicago like it's my niece. January. She's young. <laughs> I think her job is making jewelry. Like Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have money. Yeah. So it's like whatever. Yeah. Hey, we'll go to Chicago. I have eight dollars. Oh, you can have your wedding in January. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's gonna be nice and chilly. Hopefully yeah, there'll be a little bit of snow. It's gonna be cold yeah it, you know if there isn't any snow when you get there it's because it's too cold to snow <laughs> yeah totally well you're you're from the midwest. you're from midwest Minnesota, yeah so yeah. you know yeah yeah i went to uh gun school in uh great lakes which is like an hour gun school outside. sounds like something that's made up no it's gunner's mate a school they call it gun school mm-hmm. and um I, I got a doctor I'm, i went to gun school yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, no, it's a bunch of boneheads that just drink a lot and sit in class for six hours. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, that's, that's called going to school. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I went to gun school. I, I, I have never been so cold before or since. <laughs> that was the coldest I'd ever been in my life. Because I, I, went, I went to boot camp in August, and then gun school started, like, mid-September mm. and it's six months long so I went through the whole winter in um in um Great Lakes Illinois and it was holy crap cold hang on a second I can't think of a time where I could be like that's the coldest I've ever been but I've definitely been like I've had heat stroke before but I've never had like hypothermia dude I was wearing everything I owned yeah and it was still cold <clears throat> hang on a second there's something going on here all right something with the feed no 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 uh crap let me try this let me put the did you fuck it up no no i just um i didn't put do not disturb on and a call came in and all the cameras shut off for a second looks like they're back on okay Uh, we'll find out but um anyway so yeah so um so it was it was so freaking cold that okay, so so the snow kept coming, kept piling on, piling on, and it's not like you got like a crew that gets rid of the snow. It's us shoveling the sidewalks, yeah. you know. So you got your area that you had to shovel, and we were drinking the whole time, yeah, like in our barracks room. And so you drink and you just throw the bottles out the window. Well, it thaws at some point, yeah, and there were just bottles all along, all around the oh, the barracks. Oh, dude, we had a chief. 
uh, it's a, that's an E7 in the Navy. That's yeah. kind of a big deal to be a chief. Yeah. He was our barracks chief, and I can't remember his name, but we called him Pink Dude because because <laughs> <laughs> he was always mad and he turned like pink. Dude, Pink Dude was red. He was so <laughs> fucking mad. He had us cleaning everything, and he was furious when he when that shit thawed out and he found all those bottles outside. Yeah, you guys fucked up. <laughs> you guys fucked up. But you, anyway, you didn't throw them away. Like, no, we just threw them out the window. They disappeared in the snow. It's like it never happened. Yeah. Like, I remember visiting my friend, uh, like, years after I moved away from Minnesota, and he lived in St. Paul. Yeah. And it was just, like, a bachelor house. It was just, like, a house with a bunch of, like, well, I think they were, I can't remember if we were, must have been still in college. Yeah. But it was, like, they didn't turn the heater on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could, no, I could not. I could not. But, like, going back to, like, the the original point, like, yeah, it's a lot of... A lot of people don't realize that. Like, when it starts snowing, it's usually, like, kind of nice. Yeah, it's nice. It, it, and it gets, like, quiet. Yeah. It's beautiful. You can, you can go out in shorts and a short yeah. sleeve shirt because it's just, like, it's just not as bitter cold as you yeah. would expect it to be. But anyway. back to, I wanted to talk to, I, I wanted to talk about, about this a little bit ago when we were talking about the bike stuff. Yeah. Your bike mechanic and everything. Yeah. It's, like, that's one of, like, my bi- biggest anxieties and my biggest pushers to, like, learn how to do everything is, like, could you imagine like having like something break on your bike and there wasn't anybody around that could help you? And yeah. You're just, you're just fucked. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> that's a, that's a big deal for people, especially if you're going to go like where you go to hunt, mm-hmm. because all you have to do, all you have to do is touch your bow strength with a broadhead and you're done. And it's fucked. Yeah. Unless you can restring a bow right out in the field. Um, can you, I can. Uh, I have a, po- a portable uh, bow press thing. It has like these two clamps, and you just kind of like has a cable that pulls it together. And yep. But the reality is, is if you if you cut a string and you have another, and you happen to have another string in your in your bag or in maybe in your truck, hopefully it's still tuned. Because when your bow's out of tune, those broadheads don't go the same place. So you would be done. You would be done for at least a couple of days, huh? Tuning, restringing, and then tuning your bow. If if you're gonna do it right, yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I would say like that's one of those things that you just don't fucking do. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean it happens, right? I'm not saying that like you know, I've never had it happen to me. I've no, I don't know personally anybody who's had it happen, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but well, like you are you are fucked. But to be real, but but to be real honest here, like I was at the archery range today, and I'm like watching these fucking bubbas like sh- like fling arrows i'm like i don't think the majority of the guys that are going out there with bows have any fucking clue like what they're doing like as no. far as like tuning their their bows aren't tuned no right and like anybody who hasn't like like you shoot field points so they're like basically arrows that don't have blades on them right it's like they're, a pencil tip yeah exactly. kind of right yeah yeah you shoot those to practice with cuz they don't destroy targets right mm. you shoot those but then you throw your like a fixed blade broadhead or even a mechanical broadhead. I don't care what the fuck anybody says. Mechanical broadheads do not fly like field points. No. Unless your bow is perfectly tuned. Like if your bow is perfectly tuned, like regular broadheads fly like field points. Yeah. Like that that whole like that, that's always the marketing thing that they always say it flies like field points. Mm. It's like no they fucking don't. Unless what, you have what, a perfectly what is, tuned bow. What does perfectly tuned mean? Perfectly tuned means like when that when that arrow leaves your bow, it is 
the knock is directly behind the point, essentially. Mm. Like there's the it, knock being the the ass end that goes into the loop. Exactly, yeah, it's yeah. not cocked off to the right, right or cocked off to the top or anything like that. Because like all of that is is, is going to cause that arrow to plane in the direction that like so like if your tail of the that arrow is like cocked off to the right as it leaves the as it leaves your bow, your arrow is pointed to the left, so it's going to plane left. Oh, I see. Right, and if you have an arrow that doesn't have anything on it. Like a like a say you shoot a bear shaft right, it's gonna plane off to the left right at, at a you know, it's, it's, you know say like five percent to the left of versus like if you have like fletching on the back that are gonna fix that flight, mm-hmm. um, but it's gonna plane a little bit to the left. But if you put a big fixed blade broadhead on the on the front of that arrow, now you're like now you have wings on the front of your arrow essentially <laughs> right, yeah. and it's gonna plane to the left but like thirty percent right yeah. right and at like. 30 or 40 or 50 yards with an arrow that's uh, with a bow that's not tuned that that could be like a foot wow right so that means that could mean you're completely missing or you're shooting a deer in the ass yeah or it goes right over its back or under its belly like it's it's really it, it it's one of those things that isn't like focused on enough in my opinion yeah like people just want to go fling arrows but like i mean you and i like we've tuned your bow like in the in your garage. Yep. Right? It's not that hard. No, it, it 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 can take some time. It takes a little bit of time. And here's the thing: like I I don't think a lot of people are willing to put in the time to learn how to do it. Yeah. And and I don't it, think a lot of people are, to be perfectly blunt, are smart enough to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like uh, like yeah. these two guys. Like I was listening to them. Like I was like, oh, he was like, oh yeah, this. He was like burying this arrow basically in the dirt, and I'm like. He's like, I th- think you need to drop that pin a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, he, and he was like, uh, just like, he's like, no, I'll just use the next pin. I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, so, and I was yeah, just kind of like, I was kind of like, you know, prodding a little bit, kind of like getting, getting a feel for what he was like, what his like thought process was. And I was like, so you have that bow, like what your pin set to like 20, 30, 40, 50 or what he's like, he's like, well, the 20 pin or the, he's like the top pin I have for, you know, everything below 40. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I mean, the the good thing is, is he's probably never going to hit anything. Right. Yeah, that is good. And and hopefully, hopefully he's rich. No, because he's, 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 he's going to go through a lot of arrows. These these guys. Oh, well, his his friend spent most of the day, like between rounds, trying to dig an arrow out of the frame of the of the archer <laughs> target. Like, you know, they I've frames. done it. Yeah, yeah we've done all it. done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I told him, I was like, hey, uh, just call it a loss, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, arrows aren't cheap. Yeah, they're but, like, not, dude. I always think. I mean, compared like, to ammo, it's dirt cheap. Yeah, because you, know? you can use the same arrow over yeah. and over and over and yeah. over again, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, right now it's, you know, five bucks around for like real good hunting ammo. Like, yeah. And you Isn't only that crazy. Get, you only get one shot. Isn't that insane, dude? That's that's a lot of money. It's, that's a lot of money. It's to not spend. cheap. If you yeah. if you want good ammo, I mean, you can probably buy shit ammo for yeah for less than that. But yeah, that's that's the thing. Like uh, when people ask me about uh, jujitsu geese, like, oh, which one should I buy? Whatever you like, yeah. Whatever buy, fits buy nice. whatever fits nice, and and they're all they're all made in the same factory in they're Pakistan. They're all about the same. <laughs> there's there's you know with with the exception of maybe Origin that does a lot of like fitted cuts to their to their geese. Yeah, I don't like this. Um, th- there's a lot of creases. I mean, there were not not creases, but a lot of uh, stitching to yeah. it. Um, but everything else is pretty much the same. I mean. I don't know, man. There, there's very few geese that I put on. Like, oh, I don't like this. It, I hate the way it feels. It's, it's just they all fit. The same. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, if if it fits, 
Right. If it's, it, yeah. I've had ones that fit too big, too small. Yeah. Like, yeah. But if they fit, like. If, it, if it's a good fit, stick with it. Yeah. Don't change. I've never worn one where I was like, oh, this one's itchy. Yeah. This, one, this one's soft. No, yeah, it's not no, like that. No. No. Um, I mean, there's different weight materials, like a heavy, like those judo gis. Yeah. They feel like a brick when you're Right. Them, yeah. But. It's different. But uh, I mean, yeah, like if you're, if you're in the, if you're in the 120 range and above, they're going to be pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's when you start getting down, like, this one's sixty five bucks. Okay, cool. I mean, it's probably not going to last very long, but it, I, I've, cool I've, I've been buying uh, Jujitero geese lately. What's that? They're uh, Clark Gracie sponsored by them. Okay, they're is like, it that one that looks like almost cursive? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're actually really affordable. Like, I think their like actual price is like one hundred twenty bucks for okay. like their their core gi, which is their like kind of like like their standard, their everyday gi, yeah. right? Um, but right now they're like. Ninety dollars or oh, something. Oh shit! Okay, but I like them. I like them a lot. The only thing I would say they fit a lot like a game niski a little bit, where like the pants are kind of baggy. Yeah. Um, but other than I w- like, I wish they had like a fitted cut. Yeah. I think I would wear like wear their fitted cut more, but um, they fit nice. They're good quality. They're cheap. Nice. Yeah. No, it's good. So. Yeah, I I I I wear uh, Royal Union. I mean, I'm I'm sponsored by by Paul at Royal Union. They've been good to me. Yeah. But I love the fit. Love the fit, and it, they have the comp standard in yeah. uh, white, blue, and black, and great key. My problem is with them is I'm like in between their A1 and their A1 long. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, have A1... you tried shrinking the A1 long? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay, and you still I, having trouble with yeah, it? Yeah, I can't get it to. Right. I have I have a, a black one and a white one, and I can't get it to fit. You're right. just built wrong. Yeah, Anybody sure. who's average, like five nine, five ten, dude, that A A1L, perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. So assuming uh, you're fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, A2, A2's nice. The A2 is nice. Pants, you know. Do you typically wear A2s for other companies? Nope. You're always A1? Uh, let me think. Um, A2, I had a, I had control A2s. Yeah. But they were they were big around the around the belly. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, the fit was nice. Control's a great key, man. They are. They're a great key. Um, I wish they would have core geese. Yeah, they just don't. They just don't. They're, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just like over like everything is themed and like, yeah. I don't need a themed gi. Can <laughs> I just have a regular white gi or a regular black gi or a regular yeah. blue gi? But you know what? When when here's you know uh, do you know who Rick Rubin is? He's he's a producer, like a famous music producer. He he's worked with like every big name you can think of, and he's a guy. He's got like he's got like long hair and it kind of stands up in front, and he always wears sunglasses. He's got a big beard. Does anyway, like a douchebag. No, no, he's 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 actually really smart, and and you, I think you would enjoy listening to him. He's like very very cerebral, right? Mm-hmm. He um he says uh you know when it comes to art, the the audience comes second, and that's what it made me think about control. Like yeah. the audience comes second. They drop a gi, they don't ask you like, what do you guys think of the Maraca gi? You know what I mean? They just drop it, and people are like, holy shit, that's cool, you know? Yeah. And that's really, I mean, I admire that. They they just drop what they want to drop, and then. It's kind of like, you know, raising the flag and see who'll salute it. And most people do. I mean, they're famous around the world. Like it, it's, it's a hot item. I mean, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of spoiled because they're from here, you know? I don't know if we're spoiled because you can't get a hold of him. Right. It's not like you, there's no storefront. Well, no, but I'm saying like, you know, you, they're accessible to us, right? I mean, they yeah. are, but, um, I mean, yeah. they're accessible to anybody. You just got to fucking follow their page. And when yeah. they say they're dropping a gi, you have to buy it. Yeah. But I like, I, I have to imagine that, like, because they've been coming out with a ton of new drops that, like, I had never seen him have, like, a drop and then, like, a month later be like, 
hey, this gee's still available for right. pre-order. Yeah. Here's a discount code. Yeah. I was like, I have to imagine that like he's kind of flooding his own market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's flooding his own market. I started noticing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm just like, I mean, maybe quit being so niche with a lot of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, even even show your role has a comp standard. Yeah. You know? They, well, that's what I mean. It's like, I, I think every geek company, like, it's cool to, like, come out with, like, the like I mean, obviously, like, the Arizona stuff, like, looks dope, and we're all from Arizona, so it's cool, but, like, yeah. if you're from Ohio, you're not buying an Arizona gi. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or yeah. whatever. Dude, all you gotta do is put a Buckeye on it and sell the shit out of it in Ohio. <laughs> there ain't anything else. They got, like, four sports teams. No one gives a shit. It's right. all Ohio State. Yeah, but I mean that's not to say that he's not like I mean you go on eBay and you see people selling used control keys for a lot of money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is wild. Yeah, maybe I should go sell some of them. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, like you know, and people go crazy about those in person drops and stuff like that. So yeah. it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Good on them. It's like that kind of like that that um like that sneaker world mm-hmm. like kind of thought like people spend so much money on shoes and they don't <laughs> even wear them. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's um there's people out there that are, that try to make like counterfeits mm-hmm. and these guys can sniff them out. They're oh, like, yeah. Nope, this is bullshit. Uh, there was a, there was this guy that I watched for a little bit on YouTube. Like, I don't I'm not, I have no nothing about sneakers. I'm not interested at all. Like I wear fucking Crocs, <laughs> but it yes, was this, this kid who was like, basically runs, it's like he runs this like a, like a sneaker shop. And it was like the whole, his whole YouTube channel is basically people selling sneakers and him like, explaining to people why yeah this one's good i'm gonna give you this much money this one's fake like and he'll be like this, no is, how shit. You, this is how you know it's fake and how does he like, typically find out uh, is it like in the stitching color he'll it, like he'll even look at the box like he's like the, the the font's wrong on the box or something like that like wow. he knows he's like a savant i don't know like, that's he, cool he knows like all of the details like he's like yeah this the color's off on this box or like he'll also like he, he does this thing where he'll like hit the bottom of the shoe and he's like it sounds wrong Whoa! Okay. Like, what? Like I don't know if it's bullshit. I don't know anything about fucking right. sneakers, yeah, but like that's yeah, one of the things he was like. He, he would he always like smacks the bottom of the shoe. Yeah. He's like it doesn't sound right. There there was a show I used to watch a long time ago. Can't even remember the name of it. It was like it was a cop show, and um it was one of the like Thursday night. You know, remember Thursday night was prime time back in the day. I don't but know. it was like it was, <laughs> it was a cop show, and um they they did this bust. And like it was, it was based in like Los Angeles or New York. Anyway, but they had like a little, like a like a Chinatown kind of shopping area, yeah. you know. And they busted these people that were making counterfeit purses, like high end counterfeit purses. And anyway, they bust the place, whatever. And then the next day, all the female cops are at that shop <laughs> <laughs> buying. They're like, "What are you doing in here?" They're all buying shit from there. I was like, yeah. "Who gives a fuck?" You ever been in like downtown LA? They have like a little flea market. Everything there's fucking everything's fake. yeah, yeah. Like buy bootleg DVDs and shit when that was still a thing. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like when I go to Mexico, they don't have that. Well, I mean, they do with like Oakley sunglasses and Ray Bans and shit like that. But not- I just don't think it's a market anymore. I think people you know, are so? like, well, I just think a lot of people are like kind of switched to like. You can buy like forty dollars polarized glasses. Yeah, now. that's true. You know, yeah. they, you don't have to spend like two hundred dollars on sunglasses $200 anymore. Two hundred dollars for sunglasses. Some people do. It's not my thing. I fucking break sunglasses and lose Dude. them. Dude, yeah, so yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no way. But like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cheaper, good options now. I yeah, think. yeah, and and same thing with geese, man. Go on Amazon, eighty bucks for the Santa Bulls and stuff like that. So I had to tell people, just you can't you can't compete in them. Rob had like a fake show. You really got off Amazon for like nothing. Did he really? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Good for you. And what was that big thing with the, 
with the one company that was a Hawaii based and they sold the company recently as a gee company. Hawaii based? RUVA or something like that. R R V. Oh, I know what you're talking about. RVCA. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Any they used to sponsor like Buchecha and he mm-hmm. left them and I mean I knew of it. Because they went like they went they went to a, like a they got sold out. They sold out to like a mainstream other business, whatever it is, and everybody was pissed off. And oh, yeah, fuck them. Nothing's changed though. Yeah. Other than I don't know, man. Here's here's okay. This is what I fucking hate about people. <laughs> you have a you have a cool little restaurant. You have right? a list. <clears throat> this is one of the things I hate about people. <laughs> you have a cool little restaurant. They make sandwiches, and you can't get these sandwiches other than this restaurant. And then the rest, the fucking sandwiches are so good that people come from all over town. To get the sandwiches and people are like, Oh, I don't like that place. Oh, they would they sold out. Now they're making they're mass producing this. Hey, F you, man. Yeah. Like they want to make money too. Like yeah. they've got mouths to feed, not just yours, idiot. They're only good when they're poor. <laughs> I wish they were broke like everybody else. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, people just shit on them because they want to feed their families. Well, that that's like the whole music thing, right? When they like sell out. Sell Yes. Yes. That's the goal. <laughs> that's the idea, idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love my 12 fans. Apparently, everyone loves our music. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. They were talking, they said that about, um, what's that, um, Pearl Jam? What's the lead singer guy? You're asking the wrong person. All right. Well, anyway, um, I think it was like Howard Stern was shitting on him because he was like, oh, you know, he was a, he was always like a real like bubbly guy, friends with everybody. And then he makes it big and he doesn't know anybody. It's called playing the game, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you played the game. You got played and now you're pissed yeah. because the guy doesn't talk to you. I, I feel like he's one to talk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With his with his fake locks and yeah. of hair and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was shitting on podcasts like early on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He still like does. I watched a video on that where he was like that was like his, he had a beef with Joe Rogan about that. Did he really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I think like the satellite radio paid him like a crazy amount of money to just be on there exclusively. So, yeah. It, so he was like basically saying like, you know, they're all a bunch of fucking idiots and like, you know, they're never going to make it. It's like a lot 80, of people are making a 85 lot of, million downloads. Yeah. He's, I, think he's I mean, not okay. even only the the JRE, which is obviously f- by far the number yeah. one podcast in the yeah. world, but like there's tons of other podcasts that are, those people make livings. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm not one of them. No, but yeah, I, I need 13 listeners. I, I thought they paid for this house. No, I, I need 13. I've had, I've had 12 listeners for way too long. I need 13. You don't even listen to the fucking podcast. I do too. Sometimes. Do you really? No. So you listen to ones you're on. I, yeah. Yeah, I like to hear my own voice. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I'm wondering. I, I like to make sure that I don't say anything stupid. And then I listen to it, and I'm like, "Too late! God, I'm so smart. <laughs> Who's this fucking genius you have on?" Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I hope people make it past the thirty minutes first thirty minutes of this show because it actually got good after thirty minutes. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> they bail after thirty. They don't deserve the the re- yeah. last hour. Well, listen, man, we gotta we gotta go catch that. What is it called? The uh, UFC Invitational. UFC Invitational. On Fight Pass. Fight tonight. Pass in Vegas, but we're going to watch it here in the beautiful in beautiful Mesa, Arizona. The dope card. I'm glad that the uh, the main event doesn't have a bellyache, so we're going to be able to watch some good jujitsu. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Marigali and Pena is the main card, or main event, I believe. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> after after uh, what, Wilson and Clay, um, whatever. It's like it's jujitsu. It's a it's a it's a high school graduation for people that I don't fucking know. So what do I care? Anyway, um, I had fun, man. This is cool. Um, yeah, let's call it. All right, everybody. If you love the podcast, if you hate the podcast, it doesn't matter. 
just give us a like, give us a, a subscribe, drop some comments. We or are, a dislike. Or a dislike. Ooh. <laughs> we are going to do a shitting on the comments uh, um, podcast soon. I promised. I promised. And, make Kelsey and, make like Excel spreadsheet, all of that. Podcasts. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And um, Rashid, Rashid, uh, I, I don't know where you're out of, man, but um, you're 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 very close to being on the show, man. Um you started out kind of harsh, kind of harsh. You 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 crapped on us a little bit, but your comments have been very positive lately. And um, Wait, is I he like a that. follower who doesn't even know you? He doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. <laughs> um, but um, he he um, he started out like really aggressive with his comments, and he and I have gone back and forth a little bit. Now he's like cool, like he's he's being cool. He wants to be on the show, and uh, I'm not going to fly that, you out here. Is he but. the one that was like, "You're doing it wrong." You should have me on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> kinda, kinda, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I, you know what, man, I, I'm coming around. He, he's, 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 uh, he's growing on me. He's growing on me, like mold, okay. like mold. But he's, it's slow, but he's growing on me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Rashid, I got your last comment, bro. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit say? more. He was just, he was very polite. He was very kind, and he said he'd love to be on the podcast. And oh, I'm he, sure. And he wants to give his perspective on jujitsu. He's a black belt, and. Uh, you know, the thing is, like, I love being in the studio. I just, this interaction, reading body language, like you said earlier, like poker, um, I, I prefer. And I think we have so many people here locally. Jose Munoz is going to be on the show next week. Oh, great. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get him drunk. Let's <laughs> yeah. see what happens. <laughs> he might tear my house apart, that gorilla. Did you see Daniel but, Madrid this weekend? I did. Holy shit. I did. I, he grew another foot. Yeah, he's gigantic. He's another foot tall. Yeah. Yeah, another foot taller. That would have been the uh, my open class division. He's master <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna get Jose on the show. Cool. And uh, I can't wait, man. I, I anyway, but we have so many people here locally that I could get on the show, and they have a great story to tell. So I, I think I'm just gonna do that for a while. Um, Gustavo Dantes is gonna be on the show. Oh, He's sure. uh, leaving for Brazil on Monday. He comes back on the 29th, and uh, he lives like. A mile from here yeah so uh <laughs> so we're, we're gonna get him on the show um <clears throat> i'm gonna shoot for the for the moon and try to get megaton on the show um i love to megatron um, megatron as my daughter called him um <laughs> but if you guys uh if you guys out there listening uh have somebody in mind carlos uh, that, that carlos frias would be awesome he he actually he said he would be on the show yeah uh but you know he had his shoulder surgery and i don't like to uh, you know i like being an academy owner, like I know how crazy things get, but mm -hmm. I'd love to get him on the show, man. He's a good dude, but not Megaton. I don't care about how busy he is. <laughs> I, I think you know. I, I think I think uh, Megaton would be a, a, a cool interview, and uh, I think he's a really interesting cat. So I'd love to get him on the show. Anyway, so that's kind of going to be my focus going into twenty four. Um, I'm going to try. You know, honestly, like my goal for the end of twenty twenty four is to be doing three of these a uh, three of these a week. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a hell of a ride. So I hope you guys Josh follow. Is, Josh is like, fuck. <laughs> the editor. <laughs> yeah. So um, I hope you guys uh, follow. I hope you guys subscribe and uh, give us a shout out. Please, uh, please share the stuff on Instagram. It really helps the show. Anyway, thanks, Tojo. Yep. Later. Bye. This episode of the BJJ Foxcast is brought to you by BioPro. BioPro is an all natural alternative to prescription human growth hormone, which aids in recovery anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immunity, skin health, cognition, sleep, and stress. Just one vial per day provides a substantial boost to all of these growth factors. Okay, so that's what they want me to say. Here's what I know as an aging grappler. I've been using BioPro Plus 
and the nighttime variant BioPro Plus Cortisleep for several months, and it feels like I've grown a third lung. My, ga- my gas tank is noticeably bigger. My recovery is faster, and I'm back on the mats much quicker, not just between training sessions, but between rounds. Now you can get $30 off your first order of BioPro when you use the code FOXCAST at www.bioproteintech.com. That's code FOXCAST for $30 off your first order at www.bioproteintech.com. Thank you, BioPro. 